0: Crack it, up. crack
1: it up <laughs> <laughs> good uh, morning ah, I, uh, this is the day that the lord has made we, we will rejoice and be glad, glad in it. it good morning felton good morning carla stop laughing at me carla that's not that funny
0: it is funny it's
1: not that funny good morning brother kenneth he, she said that made her day <laughs> made her day
0: amen amen i'm
1: sure i'm gonna go back and it's gonna make my day as well
0: uh-huh. i just wasn't ready oh my boo! wasn't ready Whoa. don't be embarrassed i'm not embarrassed oh you're not embarrassed nope oh okay no shame here
1: no shame in your game no shame here amen okay. uh brother mike allen good morning good
0: morning
1: irma james good morning good morning do we have anyone online on the YouTube,
0: make I sure you go know. out
1: go out, watch us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, all the different things we have. Go oh. check us out. Amen. Love you the life Pastor to be <laughs> Amen. So we're dealing with uh something called the elephant in the room. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think about that?
0: I think it's a interesting topic.
1: Yeah. Um
0: I still know- have 40 39 38 seconds.
1: That's Raymond Cafe from last night. Oh, well. Last night was pretty good.
0: It was all right. It was all right.
1: (laughs) It was all right. I I enjoyed it.
0: You enjoyed it? Yep.
1: How about y'all? Did y'all enjoy last night? If you didn't watch last night's message, you want to go back and watch it. Uh huh. See? See? Uh, you want to go back and and watch last night's message? It was awesome. It was good. Amen. We enjoyed, we enjoyed bringing the word amen you started it off with the confessions okay and then uh we had uh we had sister Robbie sing
0: yeah Boys that woman night. can sing yeah it
1: was really good sang one of my favorite songs yeah I need thee O Lord amen
0: somebody said last night was fire
1: it was fire it was fire <laughs> um Shirley Hughes young good morning
0: Good morning. Irma James
1: says it was anointed.
0: It was anointed. Amen.
1: So this thing called elephant in the room is t- is teaching us how to uh, resolve conflicts. And uh, one thing that I love about teaching on these things is that we we get tools.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, tools for
0: relationships Once we're in the fight.
1: Yeah. Once we're in the fight, but what I, I, it helps us though. It helps us not fight each other. It helps us fight. Uh, have a good fight, you know. Fight
0: the problem.
1: Fight the problem. And one thing that we mm-hmm. always tell people is learn how to argue well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, explain that a little bit. What does it mean to learn how to argue well?
0: I, th- I think the concept of arguing well could be best defined when you looked at when you look at arguing not well. well. Mm-hmm. When so the you, opposite of it. <laughs> when you argue badly. First of all, you don't stay on subject. Mm. When you when you you start out arguing about one thing, and then you got to bring in every single argument that you had stored up, so mm-hmm. to speak, that's a that's a bad argument,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: you know. Because who could even defend a position that's been so well built?
1: Yeah. Wow. Wow.
0: <laughs> who could even defend a position like that? Mm-hmm. But then on the second hand, you know, you when you when you first of all you want to stay on subject when when you have an argument. Yeah. But then, do you really want to throw in everything but the kitchen sink mm-hmm. when you're having an argument? In mm-hmm. other words, do you want to start out talking about the shoes and talk about the person's mama? You might say, oh, this is the same thing. No, it's mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. At some point in an argument, you can be on subject, but but argue so badly that it's hard to recover from it. Mm-hmm. You, you've wow. cussed the person out, you know. You've called
1: them outside you've of called their, them, true identity. Yeah, yeah you,
0: you call them names that don't belong to them. Mm-hmm. You know, you put them down to a point that, and you've thrown in things to the argument that you could not, most people could not recover from.
1: Yeah, and usually the, the argument is not with your argument. It's really not the root issue.
0: Right, so what you're
1: arguing about is not what you're arguing about
0: that's right, that's yeah. right, and
1: so um, to argue well then means that you like you say, stay on subject, you don't throw everything in um
0: and that doesn't mean don't discuss the matter fully, it just means that. You know, you don't have to attack a person's identity in yeah. order to argue
1: with them. De- dehumanize them.
0: You don't have to dehumanize a person to talk to them. Yeah,
1: that's so good. Uh,
0: you don't have to. You don't have to raise your voice and and belittle them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to invalidate a person mm-hmm. in order to argue. Yeah. In other words when you when you invalidate a person you take the value away from that person Mm -hmm. so you don't have to do that in an argument
1: so I, i i like to say that uh to argue well is to have uh understanding of good character something we talked about yesterday that marriage is not for your you know so much for your fantasy you know a lot of times we look at I want to be married based on a fantasy that I have made in my mind. But really, a marriage is for your character.
0: It's for your character.
1: And and, and it's to develop your holiness. Mm -hmm. And holiness is conduct. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm. if you can't conduct yourself well in the marriage, then you can't conduct yourself well outside of of the marriage. Right. You know, so uh, uh, I want to jump into something today talking about how do my actions and reactions affect the people around me? Mm. So, you know, for the last few months, you know, since we started this year, I started reading out of Romans chapter 13. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that it says in Romans chapter 13, it says, live a righteous life for all those who are watching you.
0: That is so good.
1: And so how I respond to things or how I react to things, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it's affecting those who are around me. Mm -hmm. It's affecting people who, who are watching me. And if you all know that there are no really good models in the world today, you know, mm-hmm. you, 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 they're few and far between because God will always have a remnant. Right. But, but be the kind of person that you desire to be.
0: Right. Or right. you desire,
1: you know, be the kind of person that you desire to see
0: and even be the kind of person you desire for your children to see. Yeah. You know, our children at times good. they may at times see us argue. Mm-hmm. They may see us disagree. Mm-hmm. But when we have a disagreement, we have a respectful disagreement. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. other words, you know, we can stay on subject. We can we can make our points and even if we agree to disagree, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's certain things, there's certain boundaries we set up and even in the argument. So they might see us disagree, but very often they see us compromise as well. Mm-hmm. They see us get along. Mm-hmm. They you see know, us make up. They see us make up mm-hmm. and, you know, children, you know, they need to not go into their own marriages with the anxiety that at the first sign of trouble, you know, you're going to want to bail out, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. they, they can see that, <laughs> Is my hair on you? Your hair was... I didn't
1: know what that was. I was trying to be cool on the camera. I thought someone was calling on me. I'm back.
0: Oh, my God. I'm back. <laughs> We're not good at it, promptly, You <laughs> see. <laughs> so so um so they need to see that what what you do when you when you show your children that you can argue and you can argue well and you can make up is that you show them that marriage can be resilient Mm -hmm. you're not Mm -hmm. only showing them you're showing yourself Mm -hmm. you know and resilience is one of the most important aspects of Mm long-term relationships Mm -hmm. you must be resilient you must be willing to to compromise, you know, it should not be your way right away, all the time, every time.
1: Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. And, you know, one of the things that God is dealing with me on and and he really helped me uh, see some things is that I tend to raise my voice, you know, yes. a, a whole lot, you know, and, and, and there was a lot of well, times. Well, you
0: used to raise your voice a lot. Now you don't so much and, and, anymore. And
1: you used to say things like, you know, you don't have to raise your voice to get your point across,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know, and, you know, for lack of a better word, I felt like that was the only thing that they heard, Ah, you know. Because that was the only thing I heard, you know? I mean, I hear you when you're hollering at me. Um, But you shouldn't have to go there.
0: Right. In other words, if I have to... Kind of like, okay, at some point, even in training our dog, Mm -hmm. we realized that when we call the name Coco, that she heard it the first time.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: She heard it the first time we said it. -hmm. But what we often do we train our dogs to be like us Mm -hmm. so if she doesn't have to respond until i'm upset Mm. then i'm training her to only respond to me when i'm angry and upset that is good well guess what you're doing the same thing to your spouse Mm -hmm. you're doing the same thing to your children when you're constantly raising your voice Mm -hmm. you're teaching them so good that you're only gonna punish them if you're angry mm-hmm. you're only going to address a situation if you're angry so in other words when you're calm and cool and collected and when you're thinking straight they're not going to respond to that if you train them not to mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I
0: love this comment somebody wrote uh be that person that you want Everyone, everyone else to, to, to be, be. Mm-hmm. so in other words if you want someone if you make a mistake to come at you uh in a way yeah, that is yeah uh-huh you know
1: yeah harsh
0: gent well if you want them to come at uh, you okay in a gentle yeah, yeah yeah way
1: mm-hmm.
0: with a calm voice tone with a uh, a cheerful demeanor then you have to be that person. You have as to well. sow that seed. You have to sow that seed.
1: Right, and it's so good because when, when when I really caught myself as a, way, <coughs> you know, all of my daughters are teen, not teenagers. They're all adults, you know. Yeah, we at, have
0: one teenager. Yeah, in the Well, house. we have
1: one teenager, but she's like barely. A, yeah, she's like an adult, and <laughs> but I uh, I find myself raising my voice at them, you know. And the Holy Ghost said, "You're raising your voice at grown women." And he and, and and he said, "Would you want another man to raise their
0: voice? Ooh, that will preach
1: at them." And I said, "Well, no." He said, "Well, don't you sow that seed, you. you know?" And so I had to repent and and do things. But this is all talking about how are my reactions and how are my responses affecting people around me, right? Because we need to in in conflict resolution, you need to realize that what you do or what you say it's going to affect the next
0: person it is going to affect them either positively or or negatively
1: negatively. exactly
0: you know and i have at times been disappointed with people who i first looked up to Mm -hmm. i first you know admired Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. some level Mm -hmm. and when i saw the way they really behaved you know, I thought maybe at first that they were one way. Mm. But when I really got to know them, I was so disappointed at times. Yeah, yeah. You know, so we have to be the person who we expect everyone else to be,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, or someone else to be.
1: Exactly, exactly. Now, when you look at this, we said this earlier, but when you're in a problem, the problem is rarely the problem.
0: The, yeah, whatever you're arguing about. That's not the problem. Yeah, it's not it's, the problem. there's always an underlying fear and a core fear mm-hmm. that goes along with an argument. Mm-hmm. The, the The smart thing to do in an argument is to recognize your own core fears. Yeah, what am I afraid of? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I don't, if I don't respond in anger, what's going to happen? Mm. What am I afraid will happen?
1: Mm.
0: Because that's what's going to uh, drive you to being harsh, to yeah. raising your voice, yeah. to acting outside of your character. Yeah, and
1: anger is just a mask for fear.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Fear and hurt.
1: Yeah, fear and hurt. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Um, so uh, when our fear buttons are pushed, mm. we get uncomfortable and we tend to push back by mm-hmm. reacting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, there's a, there's a huge difference in responding And reacting.
0: Yeah, I can just say this, you know, from a woman's perspective, you might wonder, why does a woman sometimes feel like she has to nag? Mm. Or why does she feel she has to reiterate something that's already been discussed Mm -hmm. or to bring up something from the past? And very often a woman, I can just speak from a woman's perspective, that sometimes you feel like if you don't punish a matter on some level, Mm. then the action is going to be repeated. Yeah. So, a negative reaction can often come from the core fear that if I don't punish this, it's going to happen mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. So now I have to badger you. Mm-hmm when you do something wrong now i have to make you admit you were wrong you know like it's childlike yeah. it's very childlike mm-hmm. the the response that comes from a core fear mm-hmm. so then you know when you recognize those patterns happening in your own life and you have to do a self evaluation I was just thinking you that. have to think about what are you thinking about mm-hmm. in this moment mm-hmm. You know, why are you getting so angry? Why are you getting so upset that you're destroying everybody's peace?
1: Wow.
0: Well, the the fear is if I just let it go. Yeah. If I just.
1: Nothing will change.
0: If I just forgive the matter, mm-hmm. nothing is going to change. You know, it's
1: so powerful what you just said, because the Lord dealt with me on a particular subject. And and it was saying uh, it had to deal with forgiveness. Uh-huh. And I said, Lord, when they change, then I will forgive them. Mm. And the Lord corrected me. He said, no, son, when you forgive them, that's when they'll change. Mm-hmm. See, we have to sow the seeds of forgiveness. And that's a very hard thing because we feel like we want to be in control.
0: And, and we have to realize when we're using our emotions, yeah. when we're using our anger, mm-hmm. even sadness, because mm-hmm. some people yeah. will use sadness, they'll start stonewalling, which is when you have no emotional response to a situation. It's emotionally withdrawing from a situation, but with the attitude of punishment, mm-hmm. with the attitude of punishment, you know, there has to be a time, you know especially early in a situation where you can discuss a matter mm-hmm. where you can talk about it. Like adults there
1: should be a time.
0: There should be a time. Not, yeah. I'm not talking about brash and, you know, crazy oversights and, and, and crossing of boundaries, like adultery and things like that. That's not where I'm going. I'm yeah. talking about the little stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: the little big stuff, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, there should be a time that we could talk about it, and I don't have to feel like I have to punish you on some level. Some people punish with their anger. Mm-hmm. If you do that, I'm gonna be angry for, you know, a week. I'm gonna be angry for a month. Well, are you serious? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of time to waste. Yeah.
1: I wanna I wanna address something from a man's point of view because a lot of times you said what what a woman will do is they'll nag or they'll Try reiterate to punish, or reiterate. Or emotionally
0: so, punish. So that's
1: why men tend to shut down. You know, because we don't we, we know that if we do present a particular problem, how we're going to get the, what kind of response or reaction we're going to get. Mm-hmm. So we tend to uh, draw back. We tend to hold on to information. Yeah. And, and, and women, men talk less than you do. You know, we we really don't have the gift of gab. We don't have the you know, we don't we, we're very focused. We're very, um, like one guy said, we have blinders on mm-hmm. and, and, and we see what we see and we go, we go for it. Now, we're not big into the emotionalism. So mm-hmm. when we know that something we do or something we say is going to create an emotional response, then we tend to hold back. Mm. And that's when you have communication breakdown. You know, yeah. I I, re- I firmly believe that there was a huge communication breakdown in the garden.
0: Oh, yes. Because
1: <laughs> the woman was trying to usurp the authority that that the man had. And, and because of that, the man got quiet.
0: It's amazing through that whole discourse between Eve and Satan that Adam spoke oh, not, not a, a word, word. Not a word.
1: Not a word.
0: Word. He had the dominion and authority. authority yeah. He could have easily put that snake up out of the garden, yeah. but he just stood back and watched. Yeah. He, he let the whole thing play out.
1: And, and, and what I say to that is that, you know, last night we talked about the thing that's worse than having no authority mm-hmm. is having the authority and not oh, using geez. it. So, so you, you realize that now we're empowering you with the uh, ability to, 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 respond correctly knowing that you may be in a core fear because a a man's core fear is that i don't want to be disrespected
0: yeah a a man does not and i don't want to be dishonored at the same time when you look at a person's core fears it's easy to figure out what their wants and what their desires and what their needs are Mm -hmm. so if you have a core fear of being disrespected, mm-hmm. then your need, on the other hand, and your want and your desire is to be respected. Mm-hmm. So in other words, that's, that's right. part of your love language. That's right. That's respect right. is part of your love language. That's right. And so if if I don't respect you in the way that I love you, then mm-hmm. I'm loving you the way I want to be loved, mm-hmm. and it's selfish love. Mm-hmm. But if I respect you in the way that you need and desire and want to be loved, mm-hmm. Then now I've crossed over and now I'm loving you from an emotional, intelligent position. Mm -hmm.
1: And when you say, well, why didn't Adam say anything? I think he feared being disrespected. Mm -hmm. He didn't want that woman to disrespect him. And so it was better to be silent than to be disrespected. So, So why?
0: That brings about understanding. Yeah.
1: Why does the conflict continue? Because people constantly have these fear buttons that they are afraid to be pushed.
0: Oh, yes.
1: they are they're fear buttons in each one of our lives. I call them trauma triggers.
0: Oh, yes.
1: And and these things bring back the trauma of when you were hurt. They bring back the trauma mm-hmm. of when you were broken. They bring mm-hmm. back the trauma of when, you know, you, you tried it for this relationship and it didn't work. And you tried that relationship and it didn't work. And the pattern keeps repeating itself. Right. So, so now we tend to handle things with kid gloves right you see now we're
0: afraid of each other yeah you know i'm afraid that you know you're gonna hold back and allow me to fall into a ditch Mm -hmm. at a time that i need you to be my hero Mm -hmm. and speak up and help me in this situation exactly and you're afraid that i'm gonna just jump in there and do things to my liking and not even respect you enough to to want to incorporate what you have to say. I
1: think we lost <laughs> our connection here.
0: Did we really?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we did. Look at that.
1: <laughs> Look at where it caught me on.
0: I know. we in different, in each one is in different places. <laughs> Look at your lip.
1: <laughs> I, I think it's coming okay, back. Okay,
0: it's coming back. Nope. Uh-huh. No. Okay, yeah. We're back.
1: We're back. Okay, we're back. Sorry. We had a glitch. I, I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was a I think it was a network glitch or something. But uh we're back. So it's
0: kind of blurry. Uh
1: yeah. It's like it started over. You're back.
0: Sorry, y'all.
1: Yeah. So uh what were we saying?
0: <laughs> well, we were talking about trauma triggers and, mm-hmm. and uh you know um uh we have to recognize when we, by identifying our core fears and by understanding that the other person is not the problem,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but when we can address the the problem, you know, in a more intelligent manner where mm-hmm. I'm not disrespecting you, mm-hmm. you know, and where you're not being silent at a time that you should be communicating, mm-hmm. you know, uh, mm-hmm. we were just in a conference. And one of the things that you know, the, the speaker said is that, you know, men are afraid to communicate. Yeah. Men don't want to communicate men that this is something they don't desire to do. Mm -hmm. It does not bring them peace. It brings them more stress to communicate, but I can see how not communicating could bring more stress into a situation as well.
1: I think that's a, that's the fear of confrontation though, you know, Mm. and, and okay. So, I believe men do want to communicate. They just want to communicate on their own terms. Mm. They want to communicate the way they want to communicate. And, you know, I, I guess I'm just different, you know, and maybe you you men out there who are watching, y'all can correct me, but I, I feel like I do want to share things with you.
0: Right, right. I,
1: I, I mean, I do need a confidant. Every man needs a confidant. Every man needs somebody. And, and that's why it's so big that women, you remain even if you're married, remain his girlfriend, don't become right. his mother,
0: oh my gosh, you know, because no so man wants true.
1: to be mothered, you know? Yeah.
0: That's where the punishment, Yeah. you know, you can't always be in a, you know, in a marriage, I believe that you cannot be the accuser and the punisher.
1: Yeah, exactly. You
0: know, you have to be the redeemer. You have
1: to learn to be the redeemer.
0: At some point, you have to be the one who says, you know, when your husband makes a mistake, it's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. We'll get through this. Yeah. You know, I'm not disappointed. We we can work together, and we can get we, we'll figure this out. And really,
1: women are much more intelligent, especially emotionally, than men are. We don't know that how to handle our emotions. So, I don't. I don't, I really believe that men don't want to feel like an idiot. Mm-hmm. And, and women, mm-hmm. you have to learn how to respect your husband and respect the man in your life. By not bashing him if he makes a simple mistake, or if he or says him down. Uh, if he says something wrong, or he doesn't do things quite to your standard, because you know, you know, y'all can do things better than a, a man can at times. You know what I'm saying by that, mm-hmm. and 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 we feel like if 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 I do it, and but I'm gonna be beat up about it,
0: then I don't want to. Do then it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> That's true.
1: And, and and we have conflict after conflict, and this is a trauma in man's life. And another wow. thing that just yes. came to me is that men have gone through a lot of trauma in our, in our lives, especially at a, at a young age, and we learn how to stuff it. Right. We learn how to push it down, so it's hard to get a man to be intimate.
0: Right, and a woman it learns at an early age that if she has a problem, she can go talk to her friends about it. Exactly, she can talk to her mother about it. Mm-hmm. She, you know, we find other women who are in our corner to talk about the things that bother us. Yeah, we work it out uh, verbally. Mm-hmm. We we work out the emotional thing, and we get advice, and we. Gather information mm-hmm. from other women. That's something that we tend to do. Men don't do that.
1: Yeah, no, not really. Not typically.
0: Not not. They're not trying to discuss their weaknesses with other mm-hmm, men.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, now it's more important that I think it's coming to the light now where they say discuss what's going on in your life. You know, mm-hmm. uh, be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Uh, ask for help. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's what I. In my relationship, mm-hmm. that's what I depend on you for.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: mm-hmm. when I'm when I need help, I need I know I can go to you. Right. You're a safe your safety zone.
0: Yeah, and I think what happened is when you had a serious problem and you turned to me, mm-hmm. the Lord just gave me wisdom in that moment. Mm-hmm. You know, and he yeah. showed me that If my husband trusts me enough to tell me something that he's embarrassed about, Mm -hmm. if he trusts me enough to tell me something that he wants to change in his life, even if I'm not exactly happy at the action, Mm -hmm. even if I don't approve of the action, he's coming to me in a very vulnerable place. It was important to me that I sowed the seeds of Forgiveness, mm-hmm. sow the seeds of trust, mm-hmm. and let you know that. Listen, I'm not here to beat you up. I'm here to help you. You're
1: safe. I'm safe. You were safe. Yeah, yeah,
0: and, and you, I are, think, you
1: still are safe.
0: I think it set the tone for our marriage mm-hmm. because then from that moment on. Not to say that we never had any more, you know, struggles or things that we went through, but for the most part, you knew if something was really bothering you, Mm -hmm. you know, and you were really having a problem and really having an issue, that I wasn't going to turn away from you. I Mm -hmm. wasn't going to beat you up because you had a problem, but Mm -hmm. I was going to do my best to redeem you. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a secret Mm -hmm. in marriage that we have to learn. Yeah. We have to learn. Mm -hmm. You know, what I saw is that you were genuine. Mm -hmm. I didn't judge you in that moment and say, well, he's just telling me what I want to hear to manipulate me. Mm -hmm. I didn't think that. I just thought you were being genuine. Mm -hmm. And I trusted you in that moment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and, and I was just thinking of a scripture while you were talking. The Bible talks about in Genesis 2 and 24. It says, therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife. I believe that this also means... Not only does it mean that you got to leave and cleave, I also believe it means that you got to leave the confidence of your parents mm. and 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 trusting them with your secrets, right? And move to this new confidant,
0: right? Your spouse, right?
1: You know, uh, and they shall become one flesh. I believe the more you trust each other with the intimate details, right? The closer you become.
0: That's very true.
1: You know, the, the closer you become in oneness, the closer you become... I, I believe a lot of people look at separate, separate but equal and separate but whole as, you know, I, I can talk to her, but I don't quite trust her. Right. You know.
0: There are some things I have tucked away in this closet. Yeah.
1: That, I, I, that I,
0: cannot come out.
1: Yeah, we're <laughs> separate, but we're, we're separate and equal. We're separate and we're whole, but I don't <laughs> quite trust you with everything. Right. But when I get to the place of... Totally trusting you. When I say intimacy, I mean come into me and see. Right. Find out what's inside of me. You right. Know? That for a man is is the hardest thing. But once we get there, right. You got us for life.
0: Right. That's you know. True. Yeah. Now, but
1: then it goes on to say in verse twenty-five, and this is why I said that. And they both. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and they were not ashamed.
0: Right. This is transparency in marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of people have a hard time with the subject of being transparent. Mm-hmm. That's so hard. Why is why is transparency so hard mm-hmm. in marriage?
1: Well, you know, I, I, our time has run out, but I, I really believe it's because we don't trust our spouse with our secrets. We don't. Mm. I don't, I don't, I can't be transparent before you because
0: if he knew this about me would yeah. he still love yeah me? If, if she knew, knew this, this about me, me would he, she still love? or me?
1: would they hold on to the thing that they know about me or would they <sighs> blast it
0: would they expose it to their friends now yeah. that's something we learned very early yeah. in our marriage that we don't expose each other's secrets yeah
1: yeah that's You right. know,
0: because if i think you're gonna tell everybody All of the things that I tell you in confidence, Mm. I'm not going to tell you anything.
1: That's right. We got to stop. Our time is (laughs) up. We're past 30 minutes. But listen, come back and watch us tomorrow. I pray y'all receive something. We apologize for the glitch, but, you know, there was, there was some good meat in this uh, lesson today. So Ooh, go back and watch yeah. it and uh, come back and join us as we finish this talk tomorrow. Amen? Amen. We bless you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The, the Lord, Lord make his, his face shine upon you and, you and be gracious to you. you. The, the Lord, Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his, his peace. We declare shalom and blessings over your life. life. And we declare that Jesus, Jesus, is Lord, Jesus is Lord and he's upholding all things by, things by the word of his power. power. Be blessed. we love you, and we'll see you next time. Amen. (laughs)